Well, hello there, my friend. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. My name is Jonathan Doyle. I am pleased you are here. I just crept out of the studio and made another espresso. So if you are at the end of this podcast thinking, how does he talk at that speed? (laughs) How does his brain work like that? Well, I would love to tell you that it's grace. I'd love to tell you that it's divine inspiration, that angels weep over my words. But I actually think it's got a lot to do with very high quality espresso. Anyway, let's move on. Please make sure you subscribe. I would love you to subscribe. It makes a huge difference. My heart is to reach as many Catholic teachers around the world as possible. So you subscribing means uh, you'll get the uh, notifications as soon as they come out and you'll be able to share them with people. And just on that, I would love you if you could do that. If you could grab these links, if you're hearing something you like, go and send it to some other teachers and say, hey, listen to this. This is pretty good. Well, I haven't finished yet. Maybe it's not going to be good, but I'll do my best to make it good just for you. Today, I want to share with you a quote that I found from uh, Jim Wallace. It says this, Hope is believing in spite of the evidence and then watching the evidence change. Hope is believing in spite of the evidence and then watching the evidence change. Now, that could sound a little bit Oprah. That could sound a little bit uh, Pinterest, a kind of Insta quote there. Why am I sharing that with you? I have had a very blessed week. <laughs> Gosh, the way I, the way I was about to say that, I was about to say I've had a very blessed week because my wife was away. That would have sounded terrible. Everybody that knows Karen would be like, Jonathan, did you just say that? What I mean is this. Uh, Karen and my girls, so two of my daughters, uh, went to Queensland. Karen had to attend a funeral and her her whole family's up there. So it just worked out that it was an incredible opportunity for her to have some time with them. So it's the longest we've been apart in, I think, well, many years. And so Aiden and I have been at home, my boy. And so it has been a week of questionable food choices and war movies. And uh, so, but also when we weren't doing that, he was at school and I sort of had a retreat. I had a home retreat. I just spent a week really trying to have some stillness and quiet and rhythm and routine. And on my journey of retreat, I brought with me the incredible book, one of the absolute spiritual classics. It's called Life in the Lordship of Christ by Ranierio Cantalamessa. Uh, if you're not familiar with Cantalamessa, he is the preacher to the papal household. He's been the preacher to the papal household for many, many years. And he wrote this famous book many years ago, to be 30 years ago now, called Life in the Lordship of Christ. And it's a meditation on the Book of Romans, the letter to the Romans. And it's just phenomenal. It's just beautiful. And Yesterday, I have a beautiful, uh, I guess, kind of spiritual director, a great friend who was the priest who presided at our wedding many years ago, and he made time to see me a couple of times this week as I was doing this retreat, and yesterday I was due to meet him at 2.15, and I am meticulous for time, I'm really into punctuality, and I knew I had to leave at exactly 2. So I wanted to get through another chapter of Cantalamessa's book and I made some time and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm reading in the sun, it's really beautiful. And I knew that I just had to get this done because I had to get in the car to be there on time. And just before I left, I came upon this beautiful meditation in the in the chapter on hope. It's a chapter on the resurrection. It had a very big impact on me. Because I don't know if you've been through something similar, but COVID hit us pretty hard. Uh, The COVID experience, the lockdowns, the government overreach, the loss of civil liberties, the impact on our business and travel and the education sector and 
all of the things that many people are trying to flush down the memory hole. But uh, I have, it's been a hard sort of time. And I don't know if you've experienced a little bit of a loss of hope, times of a little bit of despair can creep in and hopelessness and you spend 30 seconds on mainstream media and you see that the world is <laughs> a dumpster fire that no sensible raccoon would, would try and infiltrate. You know, there's there's so many reasons to lose hope, right? So many reasons to lose hope. And this meditation from Ratzinger was, oh, sorry, from Cantalamessa was just totally centered on hope. And he was tying it, I guess, into the resurrection and how the resurrection is the epicenter of Christian hope. The resurrection is the epicenter of Christian hope. It is the motif. It is the expression that reminds us that that Christ has opened the door, the way, the path back to the Father's house. So no matter how bad things get, my friend, we are all going home. And I don't know whether Jesus' words about mansions in heaven were figurative or literal, but either way, you know, who wouldn't like a mansion as we've been through this valley of tears, right? So all of this is my hyperbolic way of saying hope is crucial to us. Hope, as Jim Wallace says here, is believing in spite of the evidence and then watching the evidence change. So I chose this quote for Catholic teachers like you today because our students need hope. I read a survey yesterday. I think I'm going to do an episode this on this next couple of episodes. A major study here from an Australian university on mental health and well-being for young people is at its lowest levels on record. You know, I would say that's got a lot to do with lockdowns and other factors, but we just pump them full of so much, you know, you know, the climate's going to catch fire and we're all going to die. Uh, you know, well, there's wars here, there's wars there, everybody's going to die and it's terrible. And they're, they're soaked in that stuff. And I said to my son Aiden the other night, I was each night at the moment, as I he's still pretty young and I, I put him to sleep each night while Karen's been away. And I'm reading the catechism to him each night, the compendium of the catechism, the, the shorter version. I'm just reading him like a paragraph each night. And... I got talking to him about hope, you know, and I said, mate, I said, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but let's remind ourselves that what it means to be Christian, to be people of hope. So look, I hope I'm not losing you today. What I'm trying to say is go back into the classroom and be an agent of hope for your students. And please understand that hope is it's a theological virtue, but it's also a cognitive virtue. It's something we have to choose and decide to do. We actually have to choose and decide to have hope. And I am preaching to myself. I am preaching to myself. It is crucial that I do this. Absolutely crucial that I do this. That I learn to take this need to gravitate away from despair and hopelessness, always towards hope, hope in the resurrection, hope in grace, hope in the Holy Spirit, hope in the intercession of our Blessed Mother and the saints, hope. So as you go back into your classrooms, speak hope. Just speak hope. Just just choose to speak hope. You know, kick sand in the devil's face, basically. Kick sand in the devil's face. Tell your students that there is reasons to be hopeful, that there are good things coming, that the world could get better than and not necessarily worse. And then ultimately remind them of the ultimate hope, the death and the resurrection of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, that he alone has conquered death. He alone is the eternal word of the Father. 
who through his obedience to the Father's will has reopened the superhighway to the Father's house. We are all going home. We are going to see our loved ones. We are going to rejoice forever in the vision of the Father, in the vision of the Trinity. We're going to remind ourselves of that. That's what I'm trying to do today. All right, do me a favor. Please make sure you subscribe. Go and check out the other links. You can book me to speak live at your school, conference, event, diocese. We shape content specifically for what your students, staff, or parents need to help them grow in faith, character, virtue, hope, optimism, and courage, all those good things. God bless you, everybody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. You and I are going to talk again tomorrow.